Alistair's Anime Corner. Hello, just as an FYI, this opinion piece is basically going to be a um, repetition and something of an expansion, but possibly not. Mostly it's just going to be me redoing a piece I did on my personal blog about harem anime. So if you are familiar with that, then congratulations, you actually knew about stuff I did before I did this. If you did not, well, then I hope you enjoy my take on harem anime. There's an episode of Extra Credit, a web series about video game development, that discussed the idea of that game genres should be separated by what fantasy they're trying to evoke. I bring this up because this is probably how I'd rather separate various genres of anime, considering that anime as a medium, and as a generalization, although that generalization does have exceptions, tends to be escapist stories, and are generally about those fantasies, showing them off, letting the viewer vicariously live through them. Um, for the record, this is actually why a lot of anime protagonists are kind of bland compared to the supporting cast, because they're mostly supposed to be like an audience proxy. But with the idea of evoking a fantasy in mind, I want to take this to time to talk about harem anime, which is kind of a genre that has a bad rap, and no end to the amount of caveats you usually have to put in place in order to even really like consider showing it off to people or saying that people or maybe recommending it to them. It's given me, and start for starters, like no small difficult amount of difficulty for talking about, and probably not the least of which because back in high school I was a prude for most of it, and by the time that I stopped being a prude, I went through my pretentious phase that kind of went for a while. So it's not like this was a genre that when it probably was supposed to be like directly aimed at me i was able to appreciate i kind of scuffed my nose at it but in general like it is a simple genre well premise but sometimes a genre can be made from a repeated premise with just how the variations go on the idea is basically that it's one guy surrounded by a by a number of attractive women that's it that is what makes a harem series and it is usually considered pandering and kind and kind of gross to a lot of people and it's usually considered lazy writing by a lot of people but yet these shows keep getting made they don't Stop. There's an almost never-ending stream of it. Why does this keep happening despite the fact that a lot of people don't like it and this fantasy doesn't appeal to a fair number of people? Well, part of that is, again, just for as much as there are people that the fantasy doesn't appeal to, there's also enough that it does appeal to that they consider it worth keeping going. And... For the record, there are also there's also another genre of this, which is called a reverse harem, which is basically 
a girl surrounded by a bunch of hot guys. It is not something that I will necessarily be talking about in this think piece, but it is piece just because of my own experience, but I will just acknowledge that it is there. Now, for as much as this fantasy and kind of this genre as a whole has issues, especially when it comes to how it's received in the West, like, let's also keep in mind that the core of that fantasy, which is a guy being surrounded by a bunch of beautiful women, is something that the West also is not necessarily opposed to. Look at one of the longest-running film franchises, James Bond. But the difference is that in James Bond, it is the power fantasy is kind of about more than just that, and the women in that film are, for all intents and purposes, just a prop in order to make him seem more powerful, make the fantasy, like, more, more, and more, and more. That is not true in harem anime. Believe it or not, the actual big difference between a Western power fantasy like that and a harem anime is the fact that harem anime actually devotes more screen time and attention to the girls in the harem. It's more about them. And that's kind of a big deal about this genre. Like, or as the genre is supposed to be, for all intents and purposes, selling you these girls, for as much as that phrase probably sounds wrong. They are trying to sell you these girls that are, will have, like, somewhat one note, but maybe they, maybe they play that note really well, or maybe they play that note, like, actual, or maybe there's more to them than just that note but it's a relatively simple girl that you're able to wrap your head around and be able to assume that, or at least pretend that is, like, a companion or something like that. Like, that's what that genre is trying to sell you. And it's multiple girls because it gives you that choice. It keeps going because it will not let you, it doesn't let you be wrong. And this focus on the girls is also why, more so than a lot of other anime genres, why the lead protagonist in Harem series is usually among the blandest characters you will ever find in this medium. Because, for aside from the fact of they're the audience proxy, it's also that fact that, well, if you're the audience proxy, you also don't want to necessarily be the guy who's always, like, groping the women or going after after them maliciously. You want to be that nice guy while also being able to feel them up. That's also why a lot of harem anime usually has that problem where, like, the main character is a klutz. Or the girls are klutzes and, and pretty much without fail they will always be in a compromising position. That's the actual reason why. And it's also why harem leads are either personality-less or they are basically the punching bags of that show. Because otherwise, because you don't actually want to make them seem powerful. Like, that's the other thing. Like, the harem, ser harem animes, unless it's something like a certain magical index or sword art online which are going for power fantasy 
Paramount enemies are not actual power fantasies. It's not about power. It's about that sense of companionship. Granted, it's about companionship with a group of girls, but that's beside the point. <laughs> this also isn't to say that a protagonist in a harem series can't have a personality. Look at High School DXD. The main character of that, Issei, is actually one of the more fleshed-out harem protagonists ever. But, I mean, he's also has to be, like, toned down in certain respects. For as much as he's a perverted idiot, he also has to, has to either, A, get the shit beat out of him for having those fantasies, or B, the girls basically also have to want it, and guess what? There's a reason why that show, as it keeps going, goes more and more towards the second one. But that's what that. But yeah, the protagonists don't are. That's you. Is Issei is like the exception that proves the rule. Most of the personality that has to go into the harem shows are for the girls, and they have and their like primary function is to be likable. Not necessarily fleshed out or complex, but likable. There, there's a reason why there's. It's also the reason why harem anime is full of archetypes and not usually like expanding past that, because the idea is they are supposed to be simple and easy for the viewer to kind of want to view themselves as a companion to. So you don't end up with a lot of complicated characters. You characters. I mean, sometimes you also end up with. Not complicated characters, but also unlikable characters. <laughs> and that becomes a whole nother issue. But that's not what the point is. It is supposed to be, like, we, you want those characters to be worth engaging with on a somewhat simple level. And that's kind of the harem genre in a nutshell. It's something that you can engage with a character or a couple of characters even of your choosing on a very simple level. And it's kind of a good thing if you actually realize this. Because when you can actually engage with it well on that level, then there honestly is something nice about the idea of watching a show that is not necessarily trying to give you any like big ideas or trying to boost you up but instead just giving you uh, even if it's only briefly and if it's and even if it's mostly in order to advertise you know get the body pillow or something like some form of companionship it's kind of this thing that got me into got me wanting to look more into it when I got into college. Just this idea of what it could be. And what it could be is actually the key word for how storytelling is done in Harem Series 2, because considering the fact that the premise is just a guy surrounded by multiple beautiful women who want him, it, like, you can do a lot of stuff with that. There's a lot of stuff that tends to be more fanservice-y. There's also stuff like Nisekoi, which is for all intents and purposes, a standard rom-com that tries to do that. Or you have the action harems that try to, that try to, for lack of a better set, to basically be a regular action series while also having that stuff, having the harem stuff 
which is kind of what Tenchi was, if you think about it. And hell, sometimes you even get, well, we're going to have the slice of life harem comedy, but we're all going to be fitting a weird fetish, like Monster Girls. That was actually on the bestsellers list in when the manga, when the New York Times covered manga sales. That I am not making this up. But it's very versatile in terms of storytelling because it's not about, like, the trappings. It's a genre about a fantasy, and you can put that fantasy in almost any type of setting. And I'd like to emphasize that that versatility is kind of what got me wanting to look more into it when I was in college because I kind of, in college, wanted to go on a search for the worst manga and anime that I could find and I found some real stinkers but because of what what I knew about fanservice and harem stuff like I looked towards that stuff and not only did I find some of the worst of the worst I also found some like things that I ended up surprisingly enjoying and appreciating that I did not think I would. And I understand that this is a fantasy that is not really, like, universal. I mean, the hell, the idea is... It, the idea, the fantasy falls apart if you're not attracted to women. But, like... It's... Once I it finally clicked for me, and I finally did understand it, and understood that it's not necessarily about the fan service, or it's not necessarily about get the body pillow, or it's not necessarily about, like, being gross or anything. Like, there is something really in this genre. And with that in mind, I'm kind of going to give, just going to wrap this up by giving some recommendations on in this genre just for if you want to go searching. First one is actually going to be one that I'd more recommend manga than the anime, because I think the anime did a bad job with it, but actually Nisekoi. Um, the manga was a Shonen Jump, like, standard rom-com that kind of devolved into being a harem because they kept adding more and more girls. But um, it's a well-written rom-com, and, and it's very low on the fan service, so it's actually kind of easy to get into so i'd actually recommend like starting with that if you actually are interested and then for more like fan service based stuff like as i mentioned earlier high school dxd it's probably got one of them that that is that has one of the more like actual character like protagonists but it's also and it's also easily like one that has among the most fan service like, lots of breast shots, but the, um, the way that it comes together and the way that they actually do create their quote-unquote plot, like, it is goofy and it is not borderline nonsensical and it is at times convoluted, but there is a reason why it has actually been seen as, like, the gold standard of harems and of fan service series in general. 
Also, if you want another one that is very heavy on fan service and is weird, the aforementioned da- Monster Musmune, Daily Lives with Monster Girls. This is a weird one, and it is about, well, monster girls. And I mean straight up monster girls. So if you want that, like, go right ahead and see why the manga was an actual bestseller here. That still surprises me. And then the last one I'm actually going to give as a recommendation is the honestly the series that actually finally can showed me like what there actually is in the series. And it's actually kind of weird because it's also lacking a lot of things that makes up the genre. But my last recommendation is actually the world God only knows. Um, it's borderline a parody of the harem genre. It's also a parody of like dating Sims, but it it is the series that actually finally, for some reason, got the idea of a harem anime to click with me. I am not sure necessarily what it is that did that, but that is the series that finally did it. So that's what I'd kind of recommend if you are interested in going down this rabbit hole. It is a misunderstood... Keep in mind, the harem genre is always going to be misunderstood. It will, for a lot of reasons, usually be seen as a genre for perverts and for lonely guys who do not get dates and stuff like that. And while it's not necessarily wrong, it's also misrepresenting what this genre really is. It is, again, it's that companionship fantasy, and if you want that companionship, why should anyone stop you? Hi everyone, just a reminder that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not the views of anyone else, they are just mine. So, this has been an opinion piece, and if you disagree, then... Well, I am sorry that I could not convince you that on my opinion, but I respect yours. This has been Alistair's Anime Corner. We get new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday, so check your RSS feed or your podcast listeners to get more. Every Saturday will be a think piece, and every Wednesday should be a review, so... Come back every time and hope you enjoy the rest of your day.